Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Volume. It's Jenkins and Jones presented by FanDuel. The NBA season is kicking into gear and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long. When you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play like the spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting and combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and try out Same Game Parlay Plus. So, download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. National disclaimer must be 21 and over and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com sportsbook. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC, Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Monday, March 20th. And as always, we're coming to you live Mondays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. West Coast, 10 a.m. East Coast on the Amazon AMP application you can listen live if you're listening live thanks for tuning in it's up on all the other platforms after that uh as always jenkins and jones hosted by dragonfly jones aka tyler hey everybody have a good jethro jenkins aka john was that bubba's a good application huh it's a great application right you know what i mean it's the best very functional very intuitive (laughs) (laughs) i'm gardy b aka mike (laughs) 
Motherfucker. Motherfucking Mike. Motherfucking Mike. <laughs> Thanks to everybody who listened to the uh, Solomon uh, Missouri episode over the weekend. Wow, yes. just a g- great response to that. Uh, and uh, and you all said such nice and thoughtful things that we're really going to increase the ignorance quotient on this episode because someone <laughs> told me. Someone said that we. I sent this to my wife. This was the church of their dreams, and I said. Our mm. podcast? <laughs> yeah, like, us? Hey, hey we, we, we talk some real shit with Solomon. We're going to talk some bullshit today. That's kind of the balance. <laughs> That's been the balance of the pod since 2015, goddammit. Real yeah. shit and bullshit. That's right. In this hand, some real shit. <laughs> and in this hand, the stinkiest bullshit. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk about I, I did get to spend most of the weekend watching the tournament uh, with my kids. Had a bunch of fun. Here's my question for you guys. How should college basketball coaches dress? Because the suit feels like very old-fashioned, but this sweatsuit shit they're doing that looks like they fucking just ran out to get a bagel on a Sunday morning when they're hungover or some shit also looks not appropriate. And I I don't know that there's a good middle ground for them. What do you prefer to see? How should they dress? I am actually on the side that I think college coaches should wear suits. I mean, because I think the whole college coaches, your whole shit is you are preparing young men for, you know, life after college. And, you know, 98% of the guys you coach are not going to the league. These are going to be motherfuckers who are going to be wearing suits to their jobs, to their interviews. So set the fucking example, bro. Put that goddamn suit on. How how common are suits these days? I don't. Whenever I see a person in a suit. I'm like, hmm, like, you know what I mean? I wonder what they do. My Maybe because it's Cali, you yeah, know what my, I mean? My guy, John Calipari, stopped wearing the suits, bro. He's out here looking. Someone someone on Twitter said he looked like he re- he's, he's at Lowe's lost, <laughs> walking around in a fucking fleece pullover and khakis. <laughs> John Shire looked like he was in a rom-com. I'm like, nigga, like he had on like some white <laughs> shoes and all black, you know, like, nigga, what the? Anyway, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know how they should dress. Suits to me, seem like a lot. In St. Louis, maybe they were more normal. I, you know, I guess. I don't necessarily remember. But when I see somebody in a suit, I saw somebody in a suit at Whole Foods. I was like, wow, you must have a real job. Like, I didn't... <laughs> crazy. You have to wear a suit to work? I haven't seen a person in a suit at work in a long time, <laughs> man. You know what I mean? So... I remember in high school, and I was a sweatpants and t-shirt with a backwards hat, uh, 2000s kid, right? In high school, I got an award, a writing award, and we had to go like do this fancy banquet thing or whatever. Shar actually also won the award, so we were uh-huh. at the thing together. Y'all were so, made for each other. So we- I, Obnoxiously so. So, so, we, so <laughs> we, ca- we came back to school, and I was so excited to walk in in a khakis and a dress shirt. Just like, oh, like, why am I wearing this? Oh, I just won an award. Like, it's not. I mean, we just we had to dress <laughs> up for it. <laughs> Bro, I used to hate having to dress up. Like, I would bring a change of clothes when I had to like dress up for like a fucking presentation or whatever the fuck. I don't. Dressing up was never cool to me, dog. We were to told to. We were told to dress up for like you know like game days and shit that lasted like three games. They get like nobody was doing that shit. <laughs> the fuck, bro. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not. I'm bro. Jeans was dressing up, like you know what I mean. Every Tommy year, jeans. someone pitches me a story on a like we're teaching these young African. Like it's always like a black coach who's like <laughs> I'm teaching these young men to like dress respectably and I'm buying them belts and I'm always like 
really respect that you're working with the kids, what you're trying to do. I'm not going to write a story about how it's good that you're making them wear a belt to school. Bro, <laughs> just it's just not. No, no, no. Were you a Tommy or a Polo dude, Tyler? Oh, I was Polo. I, I feel like I feel like I feel like Tommy. I, yeah, I feel like Tommy got too hot. I feel like everyone was wearing that shit after a while. So yeah, I, I, I was a Polo dude. Everybody was wearing Tommy, and I thought it was cool. You know what I'm saying? But it was too bright for for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the colors and shit. Like, right, right. Tommy Hilfiger all over your shit. I felt like I was a billboard for the nigga, man. I'm like, ain't nobody. You know what I mean? Like Polo was kind of chill. Nautica was fire too. Yeah, you know, they had a little. I still want want a Nautica sweatsuit, dog. Like if I could find one of the motherfuckers that Nautica and, and like challenge, red. Was it Nautica challenge jacket? Was it yes. challenge? Yeah, that shit yes, went with, crazy. With the motherfucking sailboat on the sleeve. Hell yeah, and, 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 the, and the collars he popped up and, and shit. And the yeah. chicks when they was wearing them motherfuckers. Yeah, man, damn, I'm going. Every man. I feel like everybody had the white and green, bro. Yeah. That shit went crazy, dog. Yeah, man. All right, man, damn, country nigga shit, man. My bad. <laughs> Welcome to Old Niggas Reminiscing. All right, are you <laughs> Sponsored by FanDuel. Right. I, uh, I, I, Tyler, Damn. to this day, I'm with you on dressing up. I don't own a suit jacket, at which I get made fun of because like, every two years when I have to wear a suit jacket, I have to go rent one. You, oh, when Shar and I went and uh, chaperoned the prom last year, I had to go rent a suit jacket because you had to wear a jacket to get in. And mm. it's just like... And then people are always like, just go buy one so you have the one. And it's like, I'm not, there's no world where I can spend $200 on that shit and, and not be annoyed about it for like six months, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nigga, I mean, nigga, the, the, the motherfucking pandemic killed the suit, nigga. Like, like jeans shit. is business casual now, dog. Like, you telling me I got to come out of sweatpants that I've been living in for three years, you know, and I got to <laughs> wear fucking, you know, I got to wear slacks and shit now? Hell no. Well, you Fuck and I have been working shit. at home for too long, too. I mean, I like yeah, I'm that I'm I'm currently wearing what I actually would have been wearing when I was in high school: a band T-shirt and some sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Uh, that's it. That's the Ka- uniform. Kanye had me tripping. I would I would I would wear like a I had I had a. <laughs> A camel hair jacket that I would put on every so often <laughs> with my Kenneth Cole loafers. You know what I mean? Like, I get that off every so often. But yeah, man, I mean, for the most part in school, I was... <laughs> y'all see Rada's bun in the back. Hi, Rada. <laughs> As she's handing me my breakfast. Burger. Your breakfast sandwich. <laughs> my your, breakfast sandwich. You your feel breakfast me? sandwich wrapped in lettuce. <laughs> lettuce wrapped breakfast sandwich. You feel um, me? All right. A couple other nice moments from the tournament. Um, y'all saw uh, Fairleigh Dickinson beat Purdue. Yes. That's all the highlights. Did you see that they uh Tyler pointed this out, but they they it was like the opposite of hoping to sneak up on someone. They were a 16 seed who went on TV after winning their first four game and said the more I watch Purdue, the more I think we can beat them. And then they no. beat them. <laughs> Bro, Purdue's season of dominance, like, it was something that made me feel like I have lost my touch with college ball. I was like, if Purdue is a powerhouse, overall one seed who they're expecting to win it all, the game has possibly passed me by. But, hey, <laughs> that doesn't seem to be the case. So, here we are. Purdue ain't been shit since fucking Big Dog in, like, 94, 95. Like, I was like, when did these motherfuckers, the Boilermakers, become this powerhouse, dog? And they're obviously not. Shouts to Fairleigh Dickinson, because I thought that shit was pronounced Fairly or whatever the fuck. But, hey, you live and you learn. <laughs> Congratulations to them. But, yeah, Purdue, I was like, when I saw Purdue was the best team in the nation, that made me, like, not – like, and that made me feel like I made the right decision to not watch college basketball this year. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, Purdue's always been so fucking boring to watch. And I, what, I, I, like, what, what was that year you said they were dominant? Like, they were good? Like, like 94, 95. They yeah, had who, who was that black dude they had on the team? Wasn't that? Glenn Robinson. Yeah, yeah. Number one, 95. <laughs> who was that, that black, black dude? Who was that black basketball Big player? Dog. There's so few of them. <laughs> right, right. You feel me? Like, dog, you feel me? So, dog. <laughs> you know the one. <laughs> you, right, know, yeah. you know the one black guy yeah, yeah. on the <laughs> basketball team? Yeah. Gracious me, bro. I don't want to, I don't want an engineering school to be the best school in the, in, in the nation, you know what I mean? Best basketball team in the nation. Yeah, fuck that. Um, did, did you see that they are the number one tallest team in college basketball this year? And Fairleigh Dickinson is the number one shortest team in I college basketball that. this year. Yeah. And hey, and hey, David hey, talked his shit, and then he drilled Goliath right between the eyes. <laughs> I can't, bro. These motherfuckers. <laughs> it ain't the, the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the uh, <laughs> of the, the fighting the dog. They went out on some shit like that in real life. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen, dog. That's just some bullshit people say, bro. <laughs> like in basketball, at least a short motherfucker will whoop your ass, but not in basketball, right? John I'm is sorry absolutely if you hear me banging John, this motherfucker is, right now, bro. <laughs> absolutely, y'all fight can't hear himself. it. But this, but, <laughs> hey, I know this, Mike. Bro, this, what, what's that shit? When you like, what's Jackson know what it is? If you like, if you listen to somebody eating their food, what's it called? ASMR, bro. It's going ASMR. crazy. Somebody's going to be very horny hearing me bang this motherfucking burger, dog. All right. We did also get this great moment from the tournament. Uh, John L. Davis being interviewed on uh, channel 247 on my television said, I've been trying to prove this shit since day one. Oh, no, I'm sorry. And then uh, Jamie Erdahl, who is interviewing him, said, that's all right. We're on true TV, man. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, dog. The tournament and impractical jokers, dog. That's all those motherfuckers got. I don't know shit else about True TV besides that. Oh, practical jokers shit. be some fire sometimes, though. I, Vinny was watching Practical Jokers uh, when I went out to do grocery shopping. I probably See? came back. You know what I mean? I was just like, mm. ah. Well, I was like, what happened on this episode? He was like, Anthony Davis was on it, and I was like, okay, really, okay. I think we're probably okay. I don't yeah. know. All right, uh, the analytics guys are at it again. Um, at feel like Drew uh, quote tweeted uh, someone who gave Jokic's stat line tonight, and he had um, literally eighteen lines of his stat line because he's got the Raptor, the O Raptor, the D Raptor, the LeBron, the PSTM, the BPM, the D rating, the O rating, and everything else. And feel like Drew said Jokic fans really be pulling out the entire calculator to show he had a good game. <laughs> Bro, listen, I like I like we've discussed before, you know, we enjoy advanced stats. There's a purpose for them, but goddamn, I do what the fuck is a 13.8 LeBron slash 48? <laughs> the fuck is that? What in the fuck is that? 13.8 LeBron's. LeBron slash 48. LeBron 48 minutes. <laughs> what Dude, the fuck is that, bro? You gotta go that far down. Like, bro, he had 22, 13, and 10, or 22, 15, and 10, or some shit, bro. Like my nigga, nine for twelve from the field. You said the true shoot, the true shooting percentage, bro. What the fuck else do we need? We don't need to go all the way down to the Raptor or the LeBron when we see twenty two fucking fifteen and ten, nigga. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like we, we we got we got the point. The nigga had an insane fucking game. You know what I mean? Nine for twelve from the field. Come on, man. 
Well, and I, you know, Giannis, uh, as Tyler said, anytime the calculators come out, Giannis feels like he has to do something. He had a, a perfect, he had a triple double perfect from the field, but I don't know, like how many LeBrons did he get? You know what I mean? I'm not. <laughs> did he best that 13.8 LeBron <laughs> slash 48? It sound like a fucking vent size, a vent order or some shit you'd make. That's some HVAC shit, dog. Right, right. 13.8 LeBron slash 48. How many oh, Raptors God. are riding with Giannis's perfect shooting fucking <laughs> triple-double? That's what we need to know. Um, okay, question. Do you think, I watched the Lakers game last night. If they'd have lost that game to the Magic, it would have been my last Lakers game of the year. Last game of the year should have been the loss to the Rockets. Or the game that AD uh, really blew down the stretch uh, uh, against the Mavericks. But they did beat the Magic. My question to you is, do you guys think Darvin Ham knows that Anthony Davis is on his basketball team? (laughs) 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 Like, people, like, Lakers fans were rightly just going nuts about the fact that they don't run anything for him. Like, it's all guard-oriented, and then hopefully the ball ends up in AD's hands. The only thing they run is a pick and roll. They never run anything to get the ball in his hands and let him create his own shot. He in a must-win game, Anthony Davis had, and I mean like literally must win. Like if they lose a game to the freaking Magic, the season's over. He was six of fifteen for fifteen points. Like, <laughs> and he I think he had nine points at halftime. <laughs> like, it's great that Austin Reeves can pull your your ass out of the fire and win a game, but. I don't remember seeing a player of AD's caliber, and he's had some incredible games this season, who just feels like he's like he's there. Someone on Twitter said he's using him like a really skilled Clint Capella, and that's basically <laughs> true in terms of how he's fitting in the offense right now. And and I think that was something that a lot of us look forward to. Like, you know, you're coming from the Bucks. You were there when when Giannis took those leaps. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you got a, a another fucking, you know, freak, you know, power forward here who can do damn near anything you want him to do. And and he's squandering them. Like, yeah, it is it is flabbergasting, to say the least. <laughs> and like my flabber said, is gasping. <laughs> my flabber is completely gasping. And like you said, with the season he's had, you know, he's takes taking some, you know, some big steps back to the 80 that we were thought we would see you know what i mean uh since the bubble you feel what i mean and like you you still are not getting involved in in times where we need fucking wins bro brian's not coming off that bench you know what i'm saying like dog get that motherfucker to the other alien you have on the team and he just refuses to it's weird all right had to get that on my chest um tyler tsf for this david aldrich uh survey Ah. you mentioned i'm super excited about this all right, we were going to have a little interactive activity with the class here today. Oh. Uh, David Aldridge with The Athletic. Shouts to the homie David Aldridge. Been a fan of that dude for a very long time. Love the work he does. Um, he sent out a survey to former NBA retired players. I'll give you all a little background info on it here. Over the last month, The Athletic sought out and surveyed 101 former players for our annual retired players survey done in conjunction with the National Basketball Retired Players Association, which distributed the survey to its members and from which most of the results here were derived. The, the Athletic n- devised the, the question. NABURPA. The National Basketball Retired Players. The Athletic devised the questions without input or approval from the inner In other cases, we spoke with retired players face-to-face or over the phone. Respondents were given the option to either attach their names to their answers or remain anonymous, disclosing only the years they played if they chose to stay anonymous. 
Um, we offered respondents the option to remain anonymous because we felt anonymity will promote honesty and protect our respondents from blowback from any fans who will find fault with specific answers. Okay, fair deal. All right, so let's get into the nitty gritty here. The first question they asked these former retired players is who is the best current NBA player? Who do y'all think they picked? Giannis. LeBron. It's LeBron. 28%. Nikola Jokic, 21.2%. Giannis, 21%. KD, 11.8%. Steph, 6.6%. Luka, 6.6%. Steph Steph being fifth is some fucking hating out of the... (laughs) Stay tuned. Stay tuned. (laughs) All right, okay. We'll circle back to that. Okay. (laughs) Kyrie Irving, 2.2%. There's still some people who... There's at least two people out here who think he's the best basketball player in the world for whatever fucking reason. That most skilled bullshit that we discussed. But... And then multiple players under 2.7%. We have Jumaine Jones here. Y'all remember him? He, He was He was on AI Sixers. Yeah. Guess not. Uh, Le- LeBron James, the body of work and what he is currently doing at his age makes him the best of his time. I think so. Re- yeah, I'm, that makes sense as a retired player perspective. Yes, to me. that's what I was gonna say. These are old people. Like this is an old man still doing it, right. and I am an old guy who still <laughs> who you know gives you know Bron credit for that. But even still, I still think Giannis is the best player. Yeah, that's the way. I mean, he's aside. A, a old man. He's old playing at this level makes him one of the best of all time. But we're talking about now. But you know didn't what, it, what, like, what was the what was the question? It wasn't who's the best player today, isn't it? Who's the greatest best player? player? No, 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 no. Who's the today? best current NBA? Yeah, player. best current player, oh, NBA okay. player. That's why I didn't understand it. Yeah. Okay, that's why. I didn't okay. All right. Um, I'll give y'all some quotes on Giannis. This is from an anonymous player from the late 90s. He affects winning on both sides of the court. He has a determined will to win. His versatile skill package allows him to affect many statistical categories contributing to winning. His physical presence is dominant. It looks like his teammates enjoy playing with him. He seems to will his team to win, and he doesn't come off as a prima donna. That prima donna is making me think this is a Caucasian here. <laughs> that's, that's the vibes I'm getting from that one. <laughs> Anonymous white guy. Okay, um, here is here is Lee Lee Nalon who who played six seasons from 2000 2006. He said Nikola Jokic because he dominates the game on both ends of the floor and makes his teammates better. Um, he's food on defense. <laughs> yeah, little stretch of the truth. There, okay, and yeah, last season Durant topped the retired players' votes total. By substantial margin, getting right. nearly half of the vote, forty-four percent last Durant? year. Durant, yeah. yeah, Durant got forty-four. I mean, I love Durant. You know, y'all know I love Durant, but I didn't think. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, all right. So yeah, so um, next question is: What do you miss most about being an NBA or ABA player? What do y'all think is like broad guess here? My brothers in the locker room, camaraderie. Ex- yes, camaraderie. <laughs> Camaraderie with teammates is the actual number one right. at, at 41.4%. John's then a bit the, of a prima donna himself. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> you got then the first one, right? It, we trade. Yeah. Then it's the competition next with 25%. The money at 10%. Some, hey, that's probably would have been my shit right there. That would have been traveling. mine. Yeah, the traveling. But go ahead. Yeah, the traveling is at six percent. The fans are at two percent. Who the fuck said that? A white uh, man. Game days, yeah. <laughs> the, white the, the prima donna man. <laughs> right. Uh, game days, game nights, two percent. The sport itself, two percent. Okay. That's the wild. The sport is two percent. Two percent. Yeah. Nobody the sport it. itself. What's the difference between sport and games? Like the games and missing the sport. Like what's around it? That- like KD will miss when he's not a basketball player. He'll miss training, right? Like JJ Redick talked about that. Like missing the sport, like 
every aspect of that get like versus like the preparation all that shit. versus yeah, it's yeah. like the ai thing right versus like fuck like i don't give a fuck about that i miss like the game i miss being in a game yeah yep all right and next question is which current player do you enjoy watching most who do y'all think wins that Ooh, i'll say steph for that but i i don't i do feel like there's the so the old timers Still see, like the way Charles Barkley talked about the something. Warriors in 2015 is how I think a lot of former players still think of Steph. I think KD. It's Steph. And it, you know, like I told you, we'd come back to that. Of, of you, you know, you thought he got shortchanged on the best current player yeah. poll. But he is a runaway here, 28.5%. Y'all have any idea who the, who the runner up might be? Kyrie. It can't be Giannis. I know it's not Giannis. It can't be Kyrie. No way. They don't, they don't even like Kyrie like that, do they? No, it is Ja. Ja, ja at 15%. So, oh, that's cool. So, yeah. So Steph damn near like doubled that. up, you know, runaway there. Um, Nicola is third at 10%. KD is fourth with These 8. motherfuckers 7. aren't watching Nuggets games, bro. <laughs> yeah. Then it's, it's Luka at 8.4. Giannis 6.5. Bron 5.7. They missed 5. the sport, 7. Mike. The sport. Yeah. Kyrie is 2.4. Tatum 2.2. The fans. <laughs> you gotta have to fucking hose the food off your microphone, when you bro. Go. <laughs> it's gonna smell like it's gonna smell like breakfast sandwich in this motherfucker for about a day and a half, easily, bro. I got seventeen of these motherfuckers. In here. Yeah. I'm so and, hungry. And, okay, and a quote here on Steph Curry from Old and Pile and Ice. Uh, Steph Curry, he is doing things that seem impossible sometimes. He changed the landscape of basketball. He looks like a normal person. Here we go with that normal person bullshit. Nigga, he's 6'3", six three and he deadlifts <laughs> 405, nigga. There's nothing normal about him. He's the least normal person in the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than maybe LeBron and Giannis. Ah, like, that is, just that is interesting. Of a free. No, that is interesting mm-hmm. to me. He looks yeah. like a normal person. Jesus Christ. All Where's right. It? Now now, now we're getting a little spicy. We're going to throw in some, some old heads versus today's competition here. Uh, we're interested to know how the 2001-2022 NBA champion Golden State Warriors would fare in a hypothetical best of seven series against a championship team of the past. We picked the 82-83 Philadelphia 76ers, which included Moses Malone, Julius Irving, Maurice Cheeks, Andrew Toney, and Bobby Jones. If those teams played each other using the NBA rules employed in 2003, midway between the team's championship seasons... Which team would win the series, and how many games would it take? Who, who, who what against the Warriors? You saying the two thousand? Important here to note that we are not saying the peak Warriors. We're saying the two thousand twenty one, two thousand twenty two Warriors okay. versus the 76ers. Because if you do out the the the, the two thousand seventeen or two thousand eighteen Warriors, like we're not even having a discussion. That's not. How, but yeah, I think yeah. there is a discussion to be had here with the two thousand twenty two Warriors. Okay. So how do y'all think the old heads went on this one? Surprisingly, Sixers gotta be. <laughs> yeah, Sixers won that shit seventy four percent. Seventy four percent. Yeah, Sixers winning six was the top uh, vote. Thirty three percent for that. Sixers winning five. It was the follow up. Sixers winning four. The eighty two, eighty three Sixers shot forty nine percent from the field and twenty two percent from three. How Name many? Team, I don't though. know. I, I still roster. think that. I, I'm looking I at that the, roster. Yeah. I think they'd give those Warriors hell, bro. Like bro. Moses Malone, who the fuck is gonna have anything for two-time MVP Moses Malone at the time? I told you, I think Moses Malone is the most underrated player in NBA history. Like seriously, I wouldn't disagree so I, with that. I just think there was no rule in in two thousand two three that is giving that team the ability to 
guard the kind of bat. Now, granted, like uh, you know, the war can the Warriors guard the 76ers? No, that's a terrible matchup for them, right? But who do you like getting to 130 points faster? Any team from the 80s or any team with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson? So I'm, it's, I'm just looking at the players, and also yeah. I'm looking at the level the players are playing at. Like, Steph was playing great, right? Yeah. But, you know, like, I, I just like, – Clay wasn't Clay. You know what I'm saying? Draymond isn't Draymond. The Hall of Famers aren't the Hall of Famers outside of, you know, Steph for real. You know, like, I, I just don't I – just, I just think that Sixers team would have like, – like Tyler said, would have gave him hell. I, I just – I'm not – I'm kind of leaning with the old people here, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, those, those, those four, four, four sixes, man. Right, right. Four, four, <laughs> five, you know. They were a problem, man. They really were. All right, so next question. Is the quality of play in the NBA today better or worse than it was in your career? What do you think these old Of course they say <laughs> it's worse, but that's of fucking course. bullshit, yeah. dog. Yes. Get the fuck they said, out of here. But I'll give them out. Hey, there is, there is, they're not all the way hating. The number one answer was a bit worse today, right? At 23%. Following that up was can't compare different errors at 21%. And then there's a bit better, third at 15%. Then the real hating starts much worse today. <laughs> Gets uh twelve point eight percent. So oh, that's still that's a a big yeah. chunk. The, for yeah, our yeah, niggas they lying. As, yeah, they weren't hating <laughs> as bad as, I, as as much as I thought they would. So okay, so which current NBA coach would you have most like to play for? Mm. Pat Riley. Current, current NBA coach. Current. Oh, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Um. Hmm. Steve Kerr. Money. Steve Kerr. And uh, Steve Kerr wins by a nose, 28.8%. Follow-up is Pop at 28.3%. Okay, Doc sense. Rivers is number three. I, I'm, see, I, they I love was not, Doc. I was, bro, I was Old not surprised Doc. if Doc would have won that shit. I would mm-hmm. not have been surprised, bro. Yeah. And and then the rest of the list rounds out with uh, Spo, Kid, Monty, Malone, Mike Brown, Bud, Carlisle, Lou, Jacques Vaughn at 2.2%. The Jacques Vaughn being at 2.2% and the Kyrie being at 2.2%. There is some Nets fucking homer. Um, <laughs> shit at up foot here. Because who it's the just, fuck who the just, fuck retired in 84 was like, man, I wish I could play for Jacques Vaughn. Right. No, it's just every person in the NBA has two homies who used to play in the NBA. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Basically. Basically. All right. So how much does it matter to you that your era of basketball is remembered correctly. Um, they 75% says it matters to me, of course. For sure. Uh, then follow-up is it doesn't matter to me, 14%. Um, Derek Harper with a quote here. He said, that's important. I think people now think that this era of basketball is quote-unquote it, that it doesn't get any better than this. That's false. That's just a narrative. The guys I played with, I would take them against anybody in any team because I believed in those guys that much and we were that good as a team. Let me say let me tell you something, um, Mr. Harper. <laughs> as someone who as someone who grew up as as a Knicks fan many lifetimes ago, and you were one of, you know, a guy on the Knicks teams that made me fall in love with the game of basketball. You will get your ass drug in today's NBA, bro. Like you and you Whoa. and them eighty them eighty four point game Knicks that I love dearly. That I love with everything in me. Y'all would get y'all ass ran out the gym today, respectfully. Anybody that uses the word narrative in an argument <laughs> is very, very seldomly are they on the right side, it seems. 
I feel like, you know, the wrongs have generally, you know, they've taken that word narrative from us. Yeah. All right. Next question is, are you happy about the money today's players are making or are you jealous about the money today's players are making? I'll say happy, but they're lying. Yeah, but they're lying. Yeah, I feel like that too. 69% said very happy. 7.4% said somewhat jealous. 6.4% said happy and envious. Then there's very jealous at 5%. No opinion at 4%. No opinion. You you salty as fuck if you you write that down. (laughs) Uh, Slightly happy at 4%. And then remember the pioneers at 3%. What type of goddamn make America great shit again? Nigga, that's a a, (laughs) That's the the reason I miss it. (laughs) Him, bro, we we gotta find this one white man that keeps voting. We gotta find him, dog. He's ridiculous. All right, so this is the last it's one probably here. Which Elo or something like? It's probably <laughs> Greg Elo. It's probably Greg Elo. All right, last question here. Which current player would have excelled the most when you played? Ooh, I'm gonna guess Giannis. It's Giannis or Embiid, I think. Is that, I think it's Embiid. I think I'll, it's say, Embiid. I'll say Giannis, though. It is LeBron at 39.6%. Oh, Fair. they hate so much on LeBron. I didn't think they would give him that credit. Yeah, yeah it's 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 LeBron number one at 39.6% with a sizable margin on the runner-up. Y'all have an idea who the runner-up would be? I still hmm. guess Giannis. KD, 23.1%. Oh, okay. All I right, didn't say KD at all because yeah. KD yeah. is so, so you know, slim, slender. But dog, mm-hmm. I mean, I think he'd be, I think he'd be a dog. But you know, obviously, yeah. but damn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then it's Steph at seventeen point six percent, Giannis at sixteen point five, Nikola at fourteen point three. <laughs> Someone, all of them at thirteen point two, Luca at twelve point one, Joel at eleven. Greats today would have been great back then. Gets eleven percent. Kyrie gets seven point seven. Clay gets five point five. Kawhi gets three point three. Dame gets two point two. Ja. Chris, Paul, and Jason Tatum as well all get 2.2. So, yeah, a little interesting survey there. The love Ja. Mm-hmm. The olds love Ja. He I plays hard, man. <laughs> That's all you got to do, bro. Just fucking play hard and motherfuckers will love you, especially the OS. No, I love that. I love to. I, I love. I actually, I really like almost all of those responses, even the ones where they were lying. Um, all right, <laughs> let's do a little advanced analytics work of our own here. Um, it was revealed in a profile of Jimmy Butler that after a loss, he was playing uh, Nickelback loudly in the heat locker room, <laughs> singing along to every single lyric. Um, you know, I'm trying to get a little movement on on Twitter going that, you know, this was just some internet bullshit that the devil tricked people into thinking that Nickelback was a bad band. Nickelback oh, no, is like man. every other fucking white band ever, bro. And they got some fucking hits. The uh, know, fo- photo, photo, photograph is 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 historically bad. That is that <laughs> that is an insanely terrible song, bro. Like there is no defending that. I don't know. Look at this song? photograph. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. You heard that bullshit? No, I, I haven't. I, you I, have I, really? I know the meme no, of the guy holding the picture, but I'm talking about the bird burr. That's a good song. No, 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 no. Finish that. This is how you remind me. That's what you're thinking about. Yes, yes, yes. That was a heater. That shit came out, I think, 2001. And it was a heater. There's no denying that. I think that was the most played song on the radio of the of that decade. But it's a song, Todd. I'm trying to see if I remember this shit. This is how you remind me of what I was we are horrible. <laughs> stop. Everybody stop. 
Couldn't make it as a wise man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't cut it as a poor man stealing. You ain't never heard that shit? I might have. Our homegirl Frankie, our homegirl Frankie on Twitter yeah, just posted posted the lyrics to that. And I just put up the the picture of the snake singing in the rain. That's a good fucking song, bro. It the is. The bridge that is, is good. good the chorus is good. And the fucking verses are good. But then it's Nickelback was so hated on that America completely stopped listening to white bands after that for, for the next 20 I, years, except for the Killers for like 40 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The kill, Killers had to run like 06, 07. <laughs> but yeah. Um. But yeah, bro, like, like I don't know. I think that a lot of the Nickelback haters well-deserved. Like, they really, they've got some stinkers, bro. Like, this, <laughs> <laughs> there's no denying that, man. You tried yeah. to say it as kindly as you could, too. Like, I saw you thought a little bit, bro, yeah. but yeah. yeah. You want to be mean. Look, I'm not talking about so the album bad, cut. Bro. I don't know any of the album cuts off of uh, fucking Nickelback. You're, a photograph, I think, was a single because it had a music video, huh? Uh yeah, photograph was a sing. Um, All right, the only song I know was a remind me song. And then didn't they yeah, do uh, that's a didn't, didn't, No, they did they, a they did a Spider Man song too, didn't they? Didn't they do the hero song? And they say that a hero could save her. I'm not going to stir. <laughs> Why does every white person sing like that? <laughs> the hero. <laughs> <laughs> it's either Mary too many vowels or not enough vowels. There's no in between. Never the appropriate <laughs> like, number of vowels. Bro. Either the word here is H R R R R or it's H E E E E E E E E R. <laughs> Do you think that's because they can't sing and basically people that can't sing can still sing in that way? You know what I mean? Let me take you higher. Is <laughs> yeah. you know, that Nickelback? Hey, no, um, I don't know who that is. I don't know. I want to say I don't. It's Creed. It's Creed. Uh, Creed. It's that's Creed. Creed. Was Creed a good man? No. Okay. <laughs> I think people no. hated. I think Creed was so bad that people thought Nickelback was Creed, and I think that's where Creed. some of the shit. Turned. <laughs> Creed. Creed made some goddamn Triple H entrance music. That's what they Who were the good and bad bands back then? White bands. And, and, and I know Oasis, that was solid, right? Oh, yeah. That was Oasis. 90s. That was 90s. Yeah, Oasis was like 96. Um, I remember I even tried with, to listen to I still listen to Oasis. Was, that, that wasn't I, yeah, bad. Yeah, I still listen to what, Oasis bro, is still in rotation. What, that little brown hair white man. Yes, yes. What's yeah. the story of Morning Glory is a phenomenal fucking album. Yeah, no question. Um, But yeah, My like... Dog. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Uh, we, don't, we don't really have any great rock bands anymore, bro. Like... I I don't know. I, I think streaming might have killed the rock band the same way it killed the rap group. It's not enough money in this shit anymore to cut the shit five six ways. Mm. But and they're dumb know. and they're lame. I mean, I it's like I get it, bro. Like it's what you like. You're gonna go see Coldplay and fucking U <laughs> two and it's just, I don't know. I get like the production of it is not what the current era is about. You know, like mm. dudes standing up there holding a guitar, like look at my fucking guitar, bro. Like look at this guitar. Like this is not how the world is, and it's better. It's better overall that that's not how the world is. Anymore. Are there R and B groups anymore too? Did streaming sure. kill that too? I don't. I, I don't. Can't. I can't think of one. I can't really I mean, think of none. Like R and B groups. All the groups are like K-pop and sh- you know what I mean. There are still music groups, but not really like in yeah. American music. Yeah. Um, the kids and, K- K- and K pop kind of they cornered the whole fucking clicks engagement YouTube market where you don't need to necessarily make all your money off streaming. Like you could just get those fucking billion dollar right. billion views videos. You are gonna be straight. Was Teenagers Day Twenty Six the last R and B group? 
Was who? Day 26, the last <laughs> arc. Were they the they last? Might have been, dog. Bro, you know then what I mean? Danny Kane and shit. They they, yeah, Danny. Have y'all seen Aubrey O'Day? Nah. We ain't got to talk about it, bro. The teenagers will literally stab you over the K pop shit. Yeah, they're fucking obsessed. It's like, real shit. yeah, they're obsessed with that shit. All right. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. The NBA season is heating up, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Huge game coming up on Tuesday between the Celtics and the Kings. Fellas, what do you like? Um, line hasn't been out yet, but I'm sure that the Kings are probably going to be the dog here. I'd say take the money line on the Kings, bro. Live a little. Put some money on that motherfucking plus money bet. You know, live a little. The Kings are fucking hot. They on fire. I think they're going to pull it off. It ain't my money. Have fun with it. (laughs) (laughs) The Celtics are slumping. The Celtics are slumping. 
So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash J and J. That's fanduel.com slash J A N D J to learn more. And if you're in Massachusetts, get ready because FanDuel is coming soon. Make sure you check out fanduel.com slash mass and take advantage of their great pre-live offers. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. National disclaimer must be 21 and over and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. Let's talk about, uh, John just ate one, but uh, but I want to hear Tyler's story about this too. Y'all have some work to do to sell me on these lettuce-wrapped hamburgers, breakfast sandwiches. I like bread. Bread is my friend, and it's not my stomach's friend, but it's my like the size of my stomach. But I love, I like. So explain to me putting some foliage around the burger. Listen, I tried a goddamn <laughs> lettuce wrap burger a couple weeks ago. It changed my life. <laughs> that might be the way this summer. Apologize to me. <laughs> apologize to me. You pro- it's probably been three years. You've been on my ass about this shit. <laughs> lettuce wrap <laughs> burger eating ass. <laughs> I clowned you for eating a lettuce wrap burger before. Nigga, you clowned me for everything, Tyler. You you called him an L.A. dude. You said I wasn't a country nigga no more, nigga. You are are on some L.A. shit because you're carb watching. I just wanted to try (laughs) some new shit. carb (laughs) watch? Nigga, this shit's... Okay, okay, nigga, nigga. First off, I was this nigga in St. Louis, motherfucker. You feel me? (laughs) I wouldn't eat bread back then either. Surprise, motherfucker. (laughs) That shit. The hell? Like dog, I was expecting the country I too. Had, I had dinner with you when you passed on the bread because we were getting donuts later. That's yeah. not carb rationing. Bro, no, no, that's balanced, nigga. That's a balanced human being. I'm sorry, I didn't want to feel bloated and no, roll my ass back home. I was there at that dinner, home. and it wasn't bread. It was fucking lemon potatoes at Open Sesame. And nigga, Jackson, I am fucking Jackson forty Jackson. years old, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't know my fucking genetics. Have you seen my dad? He's built for fucking war. He's wide as a fucking door, nigga. I don't want to be out here like that. You know what I'm saying? He looked like a motherfucking, uh, what's the, uh, uh, what's the, we don't even have this anymore. Some caramel apples, nigga. That's what he looked like, nigga. You want me out here Look. shaped like that, nigga? Do you wish that upon me? <laughs> he skipped the potatoes. He didn't have any pita oh, and he didn't have any lemon potatoes. Did, I, it was I, I the three the of us. No, the three of us were eating dinner in Long Beach on Second Street at Open Sesame, and Tyler and I were partaking of the lemon potatoes and the pita and hummus. And John said, "I think we're gonna get dessert later, right?" <laughs> yeah, said, yeah, yeah. I'm, damn right, I said it, nigga. God damn right, I stand on it. I do it again today. That is legit a lifestyle choice. Yours. I just got high and tried some new shit. Like, I'm that's, just saying. That's how it for me. But that's not no LA <laughs> shit if I was a country nigga doing it too. With my other country niggas, man. We balance, you know what I'm saying? Nigga. What's your? Niggas in the country want to be healthy too. But back to no the- No box of sin, man. So no apology coming. I said that is <laughs> yeah. a non-apology <laughs> from <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> back to, the, back to my journey down the lettuce wrap road. Um. Yeah, I was I was high as fuck. Uh, one weekend, uh, I hit uh Burger Bach, 
Uh, you know, shout out to all my Richmond listeners who know about that. It's probably my favorite burger spot in the city. Real little fancy schmancy spot that has all you know all types of burgers. Like they got fucking lamb burgers if you want that shit with goddamn Tatsuki sauce or whatever the fuck they put on gyros and shit like that. Like real highfalutin place. You know, they're the real sellers the fries, right? They 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 sell some fucking hand cut, steal the skin on them, and they got like eight different uh dipping sauces you can try. Highly recommend Burger Box to all my Richmond listeners. Um, but anyway, I was in that bitch going off of edible. And I was like, you know, let me try, let me try this goddamn lettuce wrap shit. <laughs> that's interesting. That's exactly it's, it's, what you said. I bet that's exactly what you said. That's exactly <laughs> what I said. And listen, that shit was so fucking good. There's something about the fucking crisp refreshingness of some fucking lettuce, you know, wrapped around a piece of fucking lettuce. seared yeah. meat, right? Yeah. So it was good as hell. And I was got I got goddamn lit off some some motherfucking pomegranate margaritas. I was going off the watermelon elbow. I couldn't even drive back, right? My wife had to drive. I was like, it's like, so you're telling me you're 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 lit off of some fucking watermelon <laughs> edible, a fucking pomegranate margarita, and a lettuce wrap burger? What white woman am I married to right now? <laughs> so yeah, I had a grand old time, and I'm going to be a, a lettuce wrap burger motherfucker this upcoming summer. I see it in, in, in the cards. This is nigga that made fun of me for drinking honey jack, nigga. You feel me? You going off a of fucking <laughs> off a of pomegranate? The hell? Listen, I. It was. That it was. Even it was pronounced pomegranate. You know what I'm saying? Bro. Look at you. You changed on me. You know what I mean? Just, it was just. It was just so many flavors going on that day, and I was just suited, and I was just in heaven. It was. I don't. Like, it was like an experience. Like I don't eat day. things that I don't like. I want to say that though. I'm not eating shit that's nasty in order to I be am. healthy. I'm, I'm eating, eating salads good food. I don't like. I'm eating salads no, I, I don't like. I eat shit that I, I like. I'll eat. You know what I'm saying? A steak with quinoa instead of rice. You feel me? And with quinoa, steak with quinoa makes quinoa taste better when you got a, you know, steak, you know, juice on that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I I, I balance it out like that. You feel what I'm saying? Come on, man. All right. Um, Fair enough. You saw what I did to that motherfucking burger. Fair enough. You saw what I did to that lettuce wrap, motherfucker. You saw that. Breakfast burger, nigga. You fucking through it on microwave. Lettuce wrap burger for breakfast, nigga. I'm about this, nigga. You fucking wood chippered the whole sandwich mid nigga. I started dancing at one point, dropping the lettuce into my mouth, motherfucker. Dude, do a super cut of that shit. John, throughout this whole fucking episode, has been like hedonism bop from fucking Futurama. Just fucking bro. There was one point I was just like, bro. Y'all lucky I didn't moan into this motherfucking mic because I want to try to eat that mic, that, that moan, nigga, because the moan was coming. I was, I was enjoying the hell out of myself over here, dog. Flat out. All right. Uh, John, it's time for you to debase yourself in the oh, name man. of AJ. This won't be finished. I want to talk about. Oh, <laughs> I want to no. talk about. I knew I should have tweeted. I knew you I should have tweeted. You are giving in to the Hoka life. <laughs> Is it happening? Bro. I don't. I don't say I don't know. I don't know yet. I'm going to the room. Adrian is Adrian's making fun of him, Tyler. Adrian First off, making fun of him. No, he, but the thing is, he's making fun of me because he been on the hocus. You know what I mean? And I see him. He five eight. He looks seven seven four. <laughs> fucking five. Fucking fucking four feet of just shoes, nigga. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I don't want to be out here looking like that. You know what I mean? So he can make fun of me all he want, nigga. You feel me? I'm not out here with moon boots out here running miles. You got. got Goddamn. But nah, bro, I'm like, I'm going to the running store tomorrow. Tomorrow. I'm going to tomorrow to the running store to see like what they put me in. I'm going to pick some shit that I think looks the best. So hopefully it's like some New Balance or something like that. You feel me? But 
If it's hocus, man, I'm telling you, man, my knee is trash. I try to do like cardio, like you know, four or five times a week, and I ain't been able to run like that because these yeah. hey, Nikes just ain't it, bro. And 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 bro, like if your knees, you, you don't take care of your feet, your knee goes, your back goes, bro. <laughs> nigga, I might be forced into a hokum. I might be a hokum motherfucker. I know I just <laughs> talk shit about them Goku's, goddamn, <laughs> goddamn, a month ago. But shit, life come at you fast, man. Shit, fuck it. You're one of my friends where if you talk shit on a piece of clothing like that, I know that we're starting a countdown to when you're wearing them. Why? Why? Like, if you're like, this is for old people, I know that in your brain you've already planted the seed of, like, you will be wearing these at some point. (laughs) Nigga, I I will put, I mean, when it comes to, like, protecting, like, you know, personally, like, preserving myself, I will put on some hokas and run, wear them in the gym, take the motherfuckers off. And then wear my slides out like it's basketball practice, nigga. <laughs> I'm not. You will not see me in no hokas outside the gym, flat out, dog. I might just sit at the end of the treadmill and take them off and put in my slides. <laughs> might not even walk around the gym with them big motherfuckers, dog. <laughs> Motherfucker, ain't nobody gonna slide. You know what I'm saying? Take a picture of me from the ceiling. Look at this nigga, them big ass shoes, dog. <laughs> Old ass nigga, fuck nigga. Isn't that Lejethro <laughs> Jenkins, aka John? Right, right, right. John Lejethro Jenkins Nichols. <laughs> I thought you didn't fuck with hokas. Look at you now. Washed up. Uh, God damn. All right. Okay. I think the time has come. Uh, Jackson, can you come on the podcast for Tyler and I to pre- for t- Tyler's going to present you a riddle and I'm going to, I'm going to, I am yeah, here. I'm going to back him up on this. A riddle? Been, as I mentioned to you, okay. Tyler oh. and I dedicated a significant chunk of our Sunday to trying to figure this out. And I don't think it's figure outable. I think the end okay. result here is that something is broken and we don't understand what it is. But Tyler, could you explain to Jackson what is currently going on with you on Twitter.com? All right. So going back to the, uh, the, the Solomon interview that we had, got a lot of traction on that. You know, shouts to all the listeners. Shouts to Solomon again for that. Appreciate y'all. I tried to click on the motherfucking tweet from the volume about that shit. And that shit is showing up as deleted for me. I sent it to my wife. She clicked on it. It shows up as deleted for her. I fucking, ju- yeah, I just went to the web shit, to the what? web version that I thought maybe is some shit fuck on my account where I'm shadow banned from interacting with the shit or whatever. I, I, I went to the web version where I'm not logged uh-huh. in, right? And I went to, 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 um, you know, my page and it, all my retweets look like the shit has been goddamn deleted. I went to the volumes page from the web. That shit is not on the volumes timeline, but it's on Mike's and John shit, but it's not all showing up on my shit. So I don't know what the fuck is going on, bro. And all I will say to you, Jackson, what? just to skip some things, because I know you, the questions you're asking are the same questions I asked. All I can say is this is all true. We have been screenshotting <laughs> back and forth to each other all fucking day. Totally normal on mine. We're getting notifications from it on the Jenkins and Jones account. <clears throat> but Tyler and on Summers, too. He sent the screenshot of it saying it's deleted. And it was literally just me and him texting back and forth. He's like, here's where the it's not showing up in the timeline on the volume. And then me sending back, okay, but here's where it is. Yes. Right, right, right. Not on from the volume says tomorrow. On his twi- the man behind the greatest Twitter at that. Correct. 81,000 views on the video. His, I'm seeing it with my eyes. on his Twitter account. I will sh- or his wife's from your when oh, you're logged in on your Twitter, or when I'm just when I log out and just go to the web or version. Your look like I'll see you the screenshots, bro. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Something okay. And to pull behind the curtain for the listeners, 
This tweet, this is rare, doesn't happen very often. The volume social team made a typo in Solomon's Twitter handle. So I had them delete it and repost it. They immediately yeah. deleted it. Tyler didn't even quote tweet that one. But that was my first first thought. Like, did you somehow accidentally quote tweet that one? Nope. But that definitely didn't happen. Like, I sent him the link to the I tweet. Don't know. And That's... he clicked on it, took a screenshot, and sent back that it said this tweet has been deleted. Wow. I you told me there was gonna be a mystery for me to solve before the episode. I like solving mysteries. <laughs> I would have loved to have been able to solve this mystery. I assumed I was going to, to be able to. You, you skipped to it's unsolved. I assumed I was gonna be able to. Wait, dude, immediately. It's uns that makes no sense well, in the world. Sorry, Scooby Doo. No mask to pull off here. I'm going to send you the screenshot so you can see for yourself, Jackson. This shit is weird as fuck. He has. Have you tried on it? Yes. Does Summer have an iPhone? Um, I tried sent on iPhone? it to her on her iPhone, and it didn't show up on her iPhone. Does she Summer ever get in your head about you you having the green bubbles? You having a, no, uh, no, she don't give a fuck. Like, she low-key envies my shit because really? my battery life is ridiculous. Oh, wow. wow. Like... <laughs> So like, she, yeah. so she's pro battery too. Yeah, but but she's she, she's a little iPhone girl with her little cute emojis <laughs> and shit. So send me the little puppy dog smiling and shit. Oh, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so no <laughs> Like, how is it not showing up on the web? You know I'm, what I'm saying? I'm like, seeing it. It's not even showing up on I'm the volumes timeline when I'm not not logged in. Like, that's weird as fuck. Wait a second. Hold on. This is the yes. one that you quote tweeted the second time also? What the? I remember seeing that tweet. And I remember it being fine. That's, so that is even making this weirder to me. Like the, If it was just the original, I'd be like, okay, I don't know. Something weird could have happened. What? Wow, I'm seeing it. That's, Do you think it's your fault, Jackson? I'm blown away. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm a little what? bit worried it's my fault. I'm... I'm, I'm no, I'm just kidding. I'm happy that everyone else is seeing it. Yeah, it's got people are clearly seeing it. Of everyone the on Twitter, the response is it's so just, positive. But it just was like, I literally called Tyler in the middle of the day on Sunday and was like, okay, <laughs> let's, fucking, let's go step by step because it just bothers me with shit. Like, but clearly it's just Elon Musk Twitter.com. Elon has it out for America is musty. Yeah. Mike, <laughs> Mike and I have a, have a similar like, Check off the checklist, brain, and so I all all things. Yeah, I, I, don't, we did. Try I just don't know what the fuck happened. I don't have that. We Tyler and I follow you. The volume. Check out the volume. <laughs> Everyone go Unless follow. Unless you're Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> Hopefully it works Unless for you. Get, better than it works. Get Kyrie for on the case. Right. I saying, <laughs> we, might, we, might, we might need a third eye on this. <laughs> yeah, Tyler and I also did decide that this would be answer. the funniest thing to cause us to be radicalized into becoming conspiracy theorists. If like one of us was like, let me check YouTube and like just Google like weird Twitter thing, and then just like. 38 pages oh. later. family. Hard left. I, I, I apologize for not being able to solve the mystery. Okay. Um, I had a uh, really fun weekend. Like I said, watch basketball. Uh, my wife was out of town, so I, I was uh, just hanging out with the kids. <clears throat> Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And uh, I am not, uh, I was home with my kids for the first two years of both their lives. I'm not one of those like, oh, I'm babysitting my children. Like, I hate all that shit. But I was, it's obviously draining. You have your kids by yourself for three days. Uh, but I had a great time with them right up until 
literally less than an hour before my wife got home, my daughter, who's in first grade, just decided over dinner, for some reason, she was really going to drill down on specifically what happens to make a baby. We've obviously told our kids, like, oh, you know, man and a woman love each other. And she was like, what if the man and the... She asked me today over dinner, she said, what if the man and the woman don't love each other? And I go, well, they don't really need to love each other. <laughs> she said, but does a woman need a Absolutely. man? Yeah, she said, does a woman need a man to have a baby? And I was like, basically, yes. And she was like, okay, and when they make the baby, it's inside of the woman because it grows in there. I was like, yeah, absolutely. So she was like, so how does how do they do it? How do they make the baby in the woman? <laughs> and I was uh. like, <laughs> that's what she said. And I was like, um, well, you know that, you know, boys and girls have different parts, right, under their underwear. She was like, yes. And I was like, okay. And so I was like, so, you know, that's just like you need both parts to make a baby. I'm just desperately trying to hit an off ramp of the fucking conversation without lying. We, you know, that's my wife and I, we don't lie. We don't lie about death. We don't lie about baby, whatever. Right. Really trying to just finish the weekend out. So, so that I can go to bed. (laughs) And then she hits you with a fucking And she hit me with quote specifically. (laughs) But what part of the man mixes with what part of the woman? Like what happens? (laughs) That's a doozy. That's that that I I I don't know why I feel devastated, but it like I it's, it's just a over I feel overwhelmed just even hearing you talk about that. Yeah. Like, what do you do in that situation? I did not do the thing that you would put in a book about how to be a good parent. What I did was I turned to Vinny and said, "What do you think?" <laughs> and he was and he looked at me and was like. I don't know. And I was like, I'll tell you guys when you're older. Do you want dessert or do you? <laughs> I think that was great parenting. Actually. Yeah. I think that was phenomenal parenting. Thanks, John. <laughs> Is it not? Like, you know, like you found a, you, you didn't like lie. Yeah. And then you like, you know, they got dessert. Like everybody ended up happy. Yeah. Maya's not going to be deterred this easily, bro. She will be back. We, uh, all will, we all know this. We all know this. Okay, so but he will you're be, delaying the inevitable. No, no, dog. she will be back, but he will also have reinforcements. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So, that's like, right, that's right. You know, yeah. he won't be alone. I have to survive I mean? the Battle of uh, right. Thermopolis in order to get right, the rest right. of the fucking heplites right. with me. You know what I mean? <laughs> you feel me? Help is on the way. Okay. <laughs> You know, you need two you need two heads to figure that out, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. Uh just wanted to drop that. It was Jesus. It was, I was Christ. literally like that I was is... laughing so hard I couldn't breathe. I was like, of fucking course you're asking me this. <laughs> Twenty minutes before we go pick your mom up. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you couldn't have waited. It couldn't till tomorrow. Right. Like literally if we right. waited till halftime of the basketball game we're watching, we would have right, been right. fine. Right. <laughs> All right, that's all the time we got for Jenkins and Jones tonight. We will be back on Thursday, and we've got uh, that Langston Kerman uh, interview episode dropping on Saturday. So going to be a fun week, and uh, hope yours starts off well, and we'll catch you all in a couple days. Bye. 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 Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.